0: Come on, kids, now gather round. Grab along and sit right down. What's that smell? What's that sound? You're on fire, now hit the ground. It's the campfire shit show. And now, your camp counselors, Bo Hufford and Meryl Klimo. I just think in any of these situations, you're a mess, is really. That's but how
1: you want to paint it, but that's okay.
0: No, that's no it's it's But
1: you have to realize No, yeah. I'm not gonna be arrogant. No, 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 I'm not gonna be arrogant. You're not? No, no, I'm not gonna be arrogant. <laughs> you can think I'm a mess. I'm secure enough of myself. You are? Yeah.
0: Ah, oh, things are changing. You yeah, it, you're making some strides.
1: Thank you. I feel stridden. You're str- <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I noticed, uh, so yesterday we went to L.A. Again, mm-hmm. I think we're starting this trend every Wednesday. That
1: is because yeah. you are one of my best friends, and now I'm up in L.A. all the time, so I yeah. am pulling you up.
0: Yeah, so I grabbed a group of people. We went up and met you in You got LA. your crew.
1: I got my crew. We can yeah. rendezvous at the bar around, too. Yeah,
0: so we got tickets to go see a taping of the Sarah Silverman show, the new, it's called oh I God. Love You America, mm-hmm. and it was great. It was it was actually fantastic. Um, th- w- surprise guest Don Cheadle and that white guy Jack from, Breyer? Breyers <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. Breyers <laughs> Tell everyone the nerd the, the, from Thirty the white Rock guy that everyone from knows Thirty
0: Rock um, was on the show and this really great guest uh, Shaka I can't remember his last name but anyway it was amazing <laughs> it was amazing it, it made a huge impact on us and uh, w- what was so funny is like we're starting this trend like we're constantly doing these things like tapings and jumping on game shows and silliness anyway we went in the show was great fantastic and wonderful and thank you so much for setting that up Meryl Thank you. I'm gonna be nice to you. I'm. Thank, thank you. you so much. And
1: Sarah Silverman much. is amazing she and is so great funny. If and you guys gracious. get a chance to go see a taping of that show, it was kind of cool. You can do it. It was really kind of cool to yeah. see
0: that happen. She's one of a kind. I really yeah. I to her. I think so too. And a hot Jew. My goodness, what a uh, hottie.
1: She always talks about her heavy Ooh, Jewish breast, good and Lord. I have used that many a times. Of really weighing my own breasticles. Okay. In public. Okay. On the scale and sprouts next to the pears.
0: That's a little weird, don't you think? To talk about it's a little weird, well. but you know what? Uh, I'm going to use that as a segue. Can I use that as a segue? Let's talk about weird stuff. This (laughs) week we've got an awesome guest, in the form of David Moy. He writes for the Huffington Post, Mm -hmm. which is where I get all my news. He also he uh,
1: he has twenty years of experience with writing offbeat subjects. Yeah. Uh, He plays ACDC on the ukulele and it says here we'll have to talk to him about this he does some psychic readings for B grade celebrities uh, I know, oh I want
0: to be a B grade well, celebrity uh,
1: we're at like e, e plus E minus these days so yeah, we'll see if maybe he'll he'll psychically
0: read us we're really stoked to jump in the sleeping bag this week with David so without further ado let's just you want to cuddle up want to get in there it. let's I'm, unzip I'm this okay. shit and get in there unz- come on man let's <laughs> unzip it let's unzip it <laughs> All right, here we go. Let's go see David. Are you feeling good? Are you, are you, you cuddled up? You're comfortable down here with the in the sleeping bag? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I love being in the sleeping bag with you guys. And luckily, this is like the first day that it's not like 90 degrees out. Yeah, so I can move my feet around in here. Yeah,
0: and we're really excited because we got somebody very special today. Yes,
1: David Moy. Hi. David.
0: Oh, are we taping? Yeah, we're here. Yeah, we're yeah, taping. We're already in it. I'm, I'm, thanks. We've, pre- <laughs>
1: we've pressed go on the VCR and we're okay. ready to go.
0: David um, yes. is... Uh, are, David, are you a staff writer? How yes, I'm a staff writer. You're a um, staff writer I'm, for Huffington Post. Huffington Post, yes.
2: A uh, very somewhat well-known uh news agency on the website on the web <laughs> on the that's web. actually
0: where i get all my news that's the uh, that's one of the main sites i go to really yeah I I v- just every morning
2: David i always Twitter. assume when people tell me they love huffington post that they haven't read any of my stuff because <laughs> i tend to focus on like the weird twisted things what's
0: funny is when i found out we were having you i realized i looked at some of your articles i'm like oh my god i've read these i've read these that's i went down that weird uh you know, the weird news. No, but if you didn't, it, it's you
2: one thing to read me. It's another to send a correction in about how I, you know, misused the word notorious. No. Do people do that? Yeah, today I uh, did a story about octopuses. <laughs> Apparently somebody's trying to give octopuses ecstasy to see if these are notoriously, this is the thing, uh, you said, notoriously shy creature. And someone said, you should say famously shy. But I liked the word notoriously and I stuck with this. But anyway, these scientists uh, gave ecstasy to octopuses to see if they or octopi to see if they would be like uh, like braid each other's hair or something oh, you know? oh if my they, god! they were a lot more friendlier to each other like, uh, like showing, stroking tentacles and yeah stuff. and oh. showing really? each other like their mouth holes which they don't usually do they uh oh they, my god they, i would they,
1: cry to see an octopus showing its mouth hole
2: it was really <laughs> Yeah, it, it was it was really beautiful. This whole uh, and I the thing is the problem is though, if you start them off on ecstasy, then they start listening to bad EDM. And <laughs> uh, it's a a gateway drug. It's a gateway for octopuses. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, I think actually
1: famous <laughs> would not be correct because when have we like what famous thing out there is there about octopus octopi the one, being the one grumpy. famous
2: octopi? It, uh, octopus is Paul, <gasps> the psychic octopus yeah. who predicted the whole. Uh, you know, all the w- Germany's World Cup wins and then died like a few months later. But, I mean, he was at the I top love of his game.
0: He probably got a brush with the Russians is what that
1: uh, is. I think I was we probably <laughs> ate him in our sushi like last they weekend. We have like
0: to. Yes, it
2: was pretty bad. I it mean,
0: was, octopus are like super smart. I know. But they are the creepiest motherfuckers. Like if you I don't watch so them move, all. you're like, how is that working?
2: Oh, yeah, they've got this the, the thing why the, the why the scientists did this is that an octopus brain is is this, most a- mammals are set up oh, the brain is set up in a certain way with two hemispheres and it it's it's like even if the a mouse brain is not the same as a human brain, there's the architecture is similar. That's not the case with um, octopus. Octo- I mean, octopuses, their their <laughs> intelligence is often in how they can change the texture in their body to, rep- to camouflage oh, themselves. Yep. Uh-huh. So they're very intelligent creatures, but a lot of times it's not necessarily involved in a, you know, communication way. It's more in a way of like changing depending on the environment because you'll see it swimming and you know, you'll, it'll land on a rock, and it makes its it's automatically makes its shape resemble the rock. Um, so yeah. but they were really friendly, and they loved each other.
0: Oh, That's awesome. This is the octopus learning. Have album. you ever Thank played you. any games with twenty sided dies? Um.
2: No. <laughs> <laughs> so what, what
1: do, you, do what do you write back to that person? Do you write like thanks for this, the feedback, no, what, or what, go get no. a job,
2: or no? At this point, um, I just said to the editor, look. I'll defer to you if you think this is a wrong word, but I, I think colloquially everybody understands what I'm talking about, and they said, it's fine, but you know, it isn't a, it, I mean typically, I know that if if I get, I know that a story's a hit if I get at least one re- somebody calling me a piece of shit libtard. <laughs> if I oh get God. three, I know that my story's getting a million hits, because um, you know, I, what, so I, I, I'm a I specialize in doing weird news for HuffPost. I've been doing it for about six, seven years. Recently, what I've been doing is they did sort of a change where they change our teams around. So a lot of times what I'm doing is I'm focusing on breaking viral news. And a lot of times what I've been doing is the Twitter reaction pieces to Trump. Trump will tweet something stupid. Mm. A bunch of people will have hilarious comebacks. And then, you know, we basically write a story about that. And, people click on that cuz they want to see you know the what funny tweets stupid and stuff. thing exactly. he said
0: and then what stupid thing everyone else said yeah exactly and so yeah.
2: so um, you know and you get a lot of people that are really really mad when you do twitter stuff somebody was like trying to say uh, you must have loved that fancy journalism education that all you doing is cutting and pasting tweets. And I don't want to tell them. <laughs> well, I went to San Diego State, so it wasn't a fancy journalism school. <laughs> and you know, sometimes a story like this, yes, it's it's low hanging fruit. But I'm perfectly happy to get a million hits for a story that maybe takes a half an hour to write. Now, what they used to do in the old days of journalism before Twitter is they would uh, if if. They never had a president that would tweet stupid shit. Right. But if they did, they would do a reaction story where they'd go out to the grocery store and they'd uh, interview people. Right. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. don't have to do that right. now. They've got Twitter. exactly, yeah. And they don't have, you know... The Back in the old days, those reaction stories didn't have GIFs or GIFs. They didn't have, you know, funny comments of, like, uh, the same little girl going, what, you know? <laughs> so, <laughs> so I hap- happen to say that... You know, it's become a lot more efficient these days to do reaction stories thanks to Twitter.
1: Right. And so uh, you find yourself doing a lot of Trump reactions, you said, and a lot and of
2: Donald Trump Jr. He's really people love reacting to him.
1: Really? What, what was uh, one of the ones that you think had the biggest response that you did? Oh
2: man, I, the, I write three to five stories a, a day and I, I write three to five stories a day. So I can't always keep track. But um, in terms of a Twitter reaction story. Um, I thought. Oh you were- yeah, yeah. The one uh, yesterday, um, Trump told a Hurricane Florence survivor who's who basically there was a yacht that basically flooded the the, the with the flood and Flo- Hurricane Florence basically left a boat on this guy's deck and damaged the deck. And Donald Trump is. You remember when you're the president you're supposed to be like the consoler in chief and things like right. this. So he went up and he said, "Hey, at least you got a nice boat out of this." Hey. <laughs> and, and so a lot of people on Twitter pointed out rightly that yeah, that's not that's kind of a tasteless sort of thing to say. Sure. Yeah, you know, sure. you're not you're not really going to score on the empathy are you? president
0: <laughs> trump i'm not sure that's how ownership works but and, and you just
1: had the funniest tweet uh clap back if you will about someone saying what were you smoking or oh yes yeah. so, well that like?
2: last week when the when the story came out um I, I wrote the story about the when when the new york times op-ed that was supposedly written by a, a member of the trump campaign came out there was a conspiracy theory that briefly popped up that mm. mike pence wrote the theory oh wrote it because of the word Lodestar, which is an arcane word that apparently he's the only one that uses. Oh. So if somebody did a mashup of all the times that he said Lodestar, 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 star, <laughs> load Lodestar, Lodestar. <laughs> and they did all these things. And, and um, so all I did was report the conspiracy theory that people had there. And I had somebody say, you know, basically... Uh, piece of shit journalist um piece of shit libtard journalist sorry let's uh, the libtard journalist oh um hey you really think the vp wrote that new york times piece what have you been smoking and i never respond i don't engage but with this one i had to answer honestly brisket so oh while we're at it on weird stuff there was another guy that said um th- there was another person that said only a left-wing american hating propagandist can author crap like this then they added, "No disrespect." <laughs> 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 How PC? Wait,
1: you're smoking brisket. Are you Jewish? Are you one of my
2: people? Um, I, I'd like to be, but no. Oh, I would love like to, to welcome you. I, 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 I mean, you want to be Jewish? I took, I, t- <laughs> I took the. Yeah, you know, you're a good writer. Th- you're <laughs> smart. Kind of slightly neurotic, You're and wearing a yarmulke, and I took the con. I passed the covenant. So <laughs> wait, what's that mean? Oh, oh you're circumcised. Oh you're circumcised. Okay. Oh, yeah. I was like,
1: you're pointing to your <laughs> yeah, you know, okay. brisket. But. Oh,
2: someone said HuffPost, you stated Twitter users disagree. Bad move on your part. You don't speak for everyone. This is defamatory. Expect a lawsuit. Because in the headline we said Twitter users attacked Trump. And they're yeah, saying, oh Well, my. it wasn't all Twitter users. You can't say that And it's like it was a plural. So Yes, we can so we get all sorts of uh, oh my
0: God, I would not want to live in that world where it's mm-hmm. like we've
2: been living in an alternative universe since November ninth 2016 i'm I, I've, yeah. I, I've been watching a lot of Rick and Morty and Family Guy both of them kind of deal with alternative universes in some yeah. aspect and I didn't really understand that until the election happened because it seems like I'm been thrown into a world that uh, you know a, a world that I didn't make, and um, it's it's been kind of bizarre. Now it's one of those things where you know people automatically assume um, you know journalists are liberal, and uh, I grew up in East County, San Diego, so it's really impossible for someone to be a complete socialist having grown out there. But I mean, just because like I think healthcare should be available, just because I think (laughs) education should be available, just because I think that. you know, there there needs to be a safety net for people. It's like I, I get called piece of shit libtard. So, but, um, n- but no disrespect.
1: Can we no actually disrespect.
0: refer to you tonight as uh, piece of shit libtard? <laughs> To be honest um, I'd like to reintroduce you in some ways And just be like we've got uh, <laughs>
2: You know you go and write a theme song That's got like this big disco sort of Piece of shit lip talk Waka 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 <laughs> Something like that Then I'll let you do that If you're not going to write a special theme song for me Then He's no. telling you I love it We have a new co-producer David you are Jewish So
0: you would allow this if I made a theme song If there was
2: a disco theme song It has to be as good <laughs> as the song for the love boat Love oh. boat Life's sweetest reward, let it flow,
1: it floats back to you.
0: Live tard, here's some shit, live
2: tard.
1: So let's let's give people a little bit of a background, like a three-minute oh, okay. background on your journey into how you even
2: got into yeah. Can where I you come, yeah, what? Can I just sing the theme to The Big Bang Theory? Yeah. Um, no. Uh, what? So basically, <laughs> why? Um, <laughs> why would you? Because do that? it has because it covers everything. You know? <laughs> everything that you've ever done is in no. The Big it covers Bang everything thing? that happened before yeah, me. Sing it. Oh. So <laughs> sing it. I I don't know. Um, just sing it. So um, <laughs> lip <libs are. laughs> So here, okay, so I started out, some some people have chops, I have one chop, I can write. And that. so the thing was, in, in life, I always kind of gra- gravitated toward things where writing was an actual sort of, uh, uh, you know, actually a good thing. And so I did journalism in junior high, I did journalism in high school, I attempted to do telecom in college, but all the classes I were taking were, without thinking, were ended up transferring better for journalism and you know I've just always sort of been in the journalism milieu to the point where I even know how to spell Malou (laughs) Malou properly.
1: M-I-L-E-A-U. I I think so. Anyway. um (laughs) No you were you were at you were uh, following that course at SDSU. So was it you yeah. and like 300 sorority girls, like blonde
2: surfer babes? Yeah, the, well, um, I guess. I, I was, they kind of had a, a I, I had a lot of restraining orders back then. Wow. So wow. I don't know how many. Sur- <laughs> wow. But against the girls, right? <laughs> all on, all was, for you. Was, yeah, Stop talking to me, girls. <laughs> it, it, it's so rough. No, um, I did learn back then in college that the three most obnoxious words on the English language are "she wants me," but um, <laughs> the so the thing was, I was always, I was always doing journalism, and I was always uh, doing weird news. The stories weren't always necessarily meant to be weird. It's just I would write them, and they'd end up being weird. And uh, <laughs> I I ended up, uh, you know, kind of doing community journalism for a few years, and then I ended up. Uh, getting a job in at a wire service that was in town here called Wireless Flash News mm-hmm. Services sold weird news to places like Jay Leno, David Letterman, L.A. Times oh, Daily okay. Show. Like, they would be radio... If you ever remember bad monologues by Jay Leno, hey, a new survey says 25% of women would trade sex for Star Wars tickets. Wow. You know... Um, <laughs> so, so where would you guys compile those from? Like, what's we the... Would, we would get, like, this is before the internet, but we would find it through newspapers, find all sorts of weird little wow. stuff. we turn them into 150-word stories, and that's where I met my current editor at HuffPost, a guy named Buck Wolf. He was working at ABC, and a lot of times he'd use the stuff that I came up with as a source for his column. Okay. Um, so I, I, flash forward, there, I, I ended up going into marketing for a little while trying to actually make money rather than journalism. And then um, Huff, AOL was looking to start a weird news section because they were trying to get more into news. Because I guess they realized, wait a sec people aren't going to be paying for email anymore. We Mm -hmm. better find other ways. So they started getting into news. And I was like writing weird news for them. Um, One of my big stories was about a guy who, um, this was a big story. He dislocated his jaw eating a witch-witch sandwich <laughs> and he didn't sue <laughs> he did it, it wasn't sue. the fact that he dislocated his jaw eating the sandwich that was weird to me it was the fact that he didn't <laughs> sue cuz this is america anyway right, that right. was huge thing. and then one time i interviewed uh there was a baywatch model uh, named Donna D'errico mm, who ended uh-huh. up uh she ended up um getting she one time posted on facebook how the tsa guys like, uh, made her go through this whole strip search thing. And the idea of, like, these TSA guys trying to purposely target a woman that was on Baywatch to strip search, it just, it was perfect. And that story <laughs> ended up getting, like, <laughs> three million hits, like, like half of AOL News' hits that day, I think, it got... And, anyway, AOL bought HuffPost, and, like, five people were saved, and they were all the weird news guys, including me. I huh. almost didn't get hired. They wanted... I wanted to stay here in San Diego. I've grown up here. It's my home. But um, they kind of wanted everybody to relocate to either L.A., New York, or Washington. And so I ended up talking with a guy, my boss's boss, who ended up growing up here in San Diego. And he was saying, look, man, I understand you want to stay there. It's just really hard. And I said to him, dude, I'm just going to speak to you man and man. You're in New York. They have shitty Mexican food there. I know this. Someday... You're going to want a carne asada taco, not one of those bullshit mission ones that are (laughs) with beans and rice to make it healthy. (laughs) You're going to want one with the guac, the pico de gallo, slightly grilled and and wrapped in paper, not in foil. He says, "Uh, I'm hungry already. Uh You need someone who can do that. I, let me work for you, (laughs) and I will make sure I will do whatever I can to send you one of those carne asada burritos. Now, So you got saved... By a job, burrito? Buy a burrito, yeah. It was, it, it, it was, and to this day, every time I pass the Roberto's, I'm like, <laughs> thank God, thank you, God. Because I got a San Diego address and a New York job. San Diego is a hard place to be a writer because people don't necessarily read. I remember when I... Oh, my God, I love you so I much. Remember I, I l- love that so much. I lived in Ocean Beach one time, and I was taking the bus. <laughs> and one time, a woman said, you're, you're like, smart. Because the woman at the 7-11 said, you're, like, smart because you, like, read. And I'm like... Uh, What do you mean? You're buying three newspapers. You read. I said, one of these papers is USA Today. (laughs) That doesn't count. (laughs) And she's like, oh, well, um, it's colors. Anyway, um you today so, is so many colors that's really shady.
0: I really love I love whoever was working at the 711 also just happened to be the exact same person as your Jay Leno impression was <laughs> well, Jay was like, Jay Leno working at the 711
2: uh Jay, uh Jay Leno yeah. it was around the same time let's just say <laughs> that uh there's a reason why I'm a journalist that works in print and not a voiceover artist <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> there's a reason so so anyway i i got hired to huff post i've been there for about seven years i'm sort of like the the weird news guy and uh you know but uh, you know a lot of times what i'll do is i'll do what's ever breaking i'll do whatever like people are talking about that's going to be on the fun side i won't do like school shootings but you know if the president tweets something stupid or if uh you know, octopuses are given ecstasy. Yeah, that's like my but if there's song. a school
1: shooting and someone slips on like a witch, witch sandwich, oh and my goodness, then that's, and then you're the job. if they
2: don't sue. Yeah, oh. they don't sue because that was the thing that made it weird <laughs> to me.
1: <laughs> and then you also have the lockdown on like gifts and like oh yeah gift yeah. guides because that's well, how i met you is that we were we worked together on a tv well, show and you always came in you were like our favorite guest because you would bring in kind of weird offbeat uh, gifts for that season with like
2: graduation mother's day my boss uh one time he realized i was like the you know everybody there is like half my age i'm 53 and everybody else is like uh just starting their lives um and since i'm the only dad there buck said Moy. Write a, uh, Moy, write a, it was a, that's a different voice than uh, No, that's Jay Leno. Hey. That's Jay Leno. No. Your
0: boss is Jay Leno.
2: Moy, <laughs> can you write a Father's Day gift guide? And I did one, and then I realized, wait <laughs> a sec, I've got all this cool stuff in the house. So, um, I started doing one for Christmas, then Valentine's Day, Mother's Day, and then I started doing Halloween. And I think, um, I started working with that one show because, yeah, uh, you know, I'll, I'll do, I'll bring out locally, I'll appear on local news, um, you know, it, and I'll, dress up in these outfits like for Halloween I'll wear crazy stuff in fact uh, somebody the other day sent me um, some really humiliating it used to be that there'd be like sleazy costumes but this year it looks like because of Me Too people are just going with stupid like ostrich costume dressing up like Toucan Sam whereas before it would be I'm a sexy Toucan Sam Right. it's like now they're saying no now it's hashtag Me Too Can just just be (laughs) a Me Too Can yeah Someone, you gotta dress Meryl. up as a, I'll yeah. give you. I'll g- oh, Meryl,
1: I will hundred percent be a me the, toucan. I have a toucan <laughs> Sam costume okay.
0: that you can have. Okay, you, swear? If you
2: make it. In, yes, I will. You, I, if you put me on Huffpo, just uh, carry on a hashtag. David, I wear it, put me on Huffpo. I can't make any promises. He, I'm in. He if promised. You. Hashtag be toucan. I promised you that I can't make any promises.
0: That's a brilliant idea.
2: What would a me toucan costume look like? Um, just like my
1: beak. Going in places it shouldn't.
0: No, no. The Me Too. Oh, I don't know. We'll we'll brainstorm later. This is bad. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Don't
1: follow her nose. Okay, let's go into our first our our first segment, which our first seg- or our first segment might have to do with uh, the octopus and our noses because. Okay. All right. Jamie wrote to us. Oh, wait, wait, we're doing... We're going to do Camper of the Week. We're going to do
0: Camper of the Week.
1: Roll call! And now it's time for the Camper of
2: the Week.
0: Oh, sorry. Our Camper of the Week is Jamie.
1: And she wrote, David just posted a pic of an octopus that took ecstasy. Uh, First, What? Second, what drugs have each of you done and what was your experience with them? Oh, I told you your kids weren't going to be able to listen to this, David Moy. So Um, let's do you want to go first or do you want us to go first?
2: Look, I'll just say it. I, 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 I've, I've inhaled and I. This is not just tonight. This is like over the course of your life. I've inhaled and I'm glad that I'm glad that it's legal because it seems really stupid um, to make that illegal. Other stuff. uh, Inhaled
1: what?
0: The wacky weed.
1: Weed? So you've inhaled The weed? Okay.
0: wacky weed? Is that what... Okay. That's All what right. we used to call it back in that the That already day. tells me enough information about David. So you haven't done any other drugs?
2: Um, I have done... You've
1: taken I, acid before. Come on.
0: I've
2: taken acid. I've taken... I've never done any... I've, I've only done the ones that were like supposedly mind-expanding.
0: Okay. Did they expand you?
2: Well, I know enough not to do them again, so oh. yes. Okay.
0: They're in, right. mer- in your milieu.
1: Merrill. Oh, God. Guess...
0: Uh, yeah, you guess. seem like you've probably done a lot yeah, and, no. I, uh, and I would say the thing I think you've done the most Is coke
1: <laughs> no. That's always because I'm like let's start a business, let's start a business.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, I've done Molly I've done Molly And, yeah, and done I'll done tell Molly. you I'll tell you what happened hmm. with Molly Is I just I just Recently started dating a girl And we both did Molly And by the end of the night we were pretty much like Well I guess we're going to get married oh You know it's like we were so like Into it so much into each other at That uh-huh. moment You know, and then that, of course, the Molly wears off, and then you go... Wait, who are you? What, what, <laughs> what? And then you run for the. Hells. And I'm
1: next to you guys, like doing coke. Like I'm an ordained minister now. I guess. <laughs> like, we'll just
2: do it. I actually am an ordained minister. You are. Are you? It's really easy. Wait, 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 wait. That internet. brings up something for
0: me. That's on the internet. Someone told me it's Meryl said that you are actually you read palms.
2: I'm. am <gasps> I've worked as a professional psychic. Yes, and I actually I was telling a class of journalism students the other day. I learned more f- about how to interview people. Working as a phone psychic than I did in all like the Miss Cleo? Wait, you
1: worked as a phone ty- psychic? Yes, people
2: would call up and pay four ninety nine a minute uh-huh. to have a caring, gifted psychic. Or if someone wasn't they one of those wasn't available, they could talk would to hate me. you.
1: <laughs> and w- would you go based on their astrology? And yes, you say yes. Because like
2: the first thing that you do is you you take down their name and you take down their address. Why do you want to take down my address? I just want my lucky lottery numbers. Well, I need to be able to focus. The energy of uh, this. I want my lottery numbers. I just need to focus. Oh, you just broke the trance. I'm sorry. I need to do this again. And you get their birthday and <laughs> such. Oh, my <laughs> God.
0: Just wasting their time getting their money.
2: Not necessarily, but it's like they always want to know one thing. One question. One Should thing. Should I quit only. my
1: job? Should I marry this person? I, and the answer is always no.
2: It's always. Yes. Do he love me? Do he love you? It's never, it's never said grammatically correctly. It's always, do he love me? Not oh does God. he love me? It's do he love
0: me? I swear to God, you should have a podcast or a, or a script or something. A show do he, do he love me? Do
2: he love me? Do he love me? Well, you know. Honestly, There was it was great. You'd have some calls, you know. You a lot of nurses would call. It was like pretty crazy. Um, there was one guy that called up one time, and he was like, "I want to know, am I gonna be stuffing someone's muffin by the end of the night?" And, I, and I'm, I had to be honest with him. And this wasn't my psychic prediction. It's just me going. Not with that attitude, <laughs> dude. No. Like, this is David speaking. Right now no, they, you're back so, on with me. He used
0: the words in someone's muffin. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is in the '90s. Why <laughs> are you single, dude? <laughs>
2: there was one. Uh, there was uh, so on Christmas one time I was working because it was time and a half, and uh, my my f- a friend was working and he got a, the call and there was this woman. She was basically he was holding it up because. He could tell that it was somebody basically telling that he was going to go to hell, so he was just holding the phone up really, really far, <laughs> letting her talk because remember it's four ninety nine a minute and stuff. Yeah. Finally, he's oh, like, yeah. he's like, and it was a slow night. He says, "You know, I have a friend here who could really benefit from your message." Um, and he handed the phone to me. And she started telling me that I was going to go to hell, that I was going to go, and it's like, whoa, 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 wait, no one told me this when I was hired that I was going to go to hell. What can I do? <laughs> oh, well, you just have to accept G- the oh, Jesus the Christ, Jesus is Christ, in, in, Christ. Yeah. into your heart, yep. and it's like, really, H- how do I do that? And so she oh, let like that's me five ninety nine a minute, <laughs> <She> <laughs> like, you guys are like out minuting <laughs> each other. <laughs> like, she, well, she didn't charge me, but um, by the end, wow. I was I was saved and. I was saved and she, she was broke. She was blessed because she got to save a sinner.
1: How much would you get an extra portion? If okay, you kept I, we could
2: only keep them on the line for 30 minutes because oh, after that the phone okay. company started charging us. Okay, Really? And so, yeah. So, um, you know, it's always like at that moment when you're having a great conversation, you got to go, okay, got to go, you know. And they, you're into wow. horoscopes. You're a Pisces? Yeah, I'm a Pisces. I know more about that than a any person should know.
1: Would you be willing to read to do a quick palm
2: reading on us? Yeah, uh, I can do a quick palm you reading on him. Okay. Problem is, I've done. I know you. I so know it's not we're fair. friends. I know. I,
0: That's not, right. I get something. Uh, what that hand Meryl do you doesn't. write with? I write with my right hand. And what was your birthday? September eighth. What year? Nineteen seventy-five. Do he love him? <laughs> do he love me? Do he? Okay, so Okay, David.
2: he's very psychic. Okay, first of all, his hand has very few lines, which usually means that... i taking um, a video of this, wasn't it? His hand has very few lines, which usually means he wasn't a cutter back in high school. <laughs> oh, my God, that is extremely funny. <laughs>
0: Aww.
2: He is a real lover. I mean, the thing is, is that... But he's one of those guys that basically just wants to marry once, you know... It, Too late. Too late. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The problem is, is that you're, you'd make a great first wife is not... It's not a good thing to say. It's you not, need to learn yeah, that. Okay. Yeah, okay. Um, he you're, looks like you're. You're gonna be. Okay. So here's the thing: money doesn't totally matter to you as much as freedom, but there's some. There's some higher purpose that, for some reason, is kind of like still. You're trying to get a hold of um some. You figure it's like there's this one thing that you're trying to put in place that's gonna it's like your purpose you you feel like you've done a bunch of little things and it's all putting it into a one big package and that's sort of where you're at right now it says you're going to live here to be a really long life um sometimes when you see people with two hands i mean you have a long lifeline usually (laughs) two hands sorry 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 what i meant with two lines that are really close together you've got a lifeline then you have this line that's kind of a Split off. Now, that's a destiny line, and sometimes that means you're going to... Sp- and this is where it becomes interpretive. This either means that, A, you're going to live a part of your life in a land far, far away, or when you were in high school, you were like... you remember really bad 80s music videos where they show girls dressed up like uh, you know Catholic girls, and then as soon as they get in the car, they start putting on the high heels? And right, the, right. Yeah, you're one of those girls. Uh, anyway... <laughs> Basically, ZZ Top video trying to hide everything from your mind. When you
1: said far, far away, he does go to Japan a lot, though.
2: Really? Yeah.
0: Yeah, but that's that, that's, that's neither here
2: nor there, because yeah. it's not Japan.
0: But it's far, far away. Yes. if
2: Well, if he ends up getting, um, first off, I could see you. I was watching Mothra the other night, and I could uh, see you. Which with is one, something that
0: people normally say.
2: And I could see you with those two little fairies that were in that movie. Did you see Mothra?
0: No, I did not see uh, they Mothra. They have fairies.
2: They have two little fairies in there. They're like really small. Uh, you, they're really small.
0: I'll, ch- I'll check it out. Yeah, really Mothra. small. Um, you mean th- like Godzilla Mothra?
2: Yeah, Godzilla. Uh, there's the only, the only Mothra that matters.
0: I wanted to make sure everyone knew that they could go check out Mothra.
1: Mothra. Have mm-hmm. you ever had a faux pas? Like, have you published anything that's been really wrong on your end and then it went out to the get wire redacted.
0: and you like, fuck? Yeah, yeah, the
2: thing is is that people get really mad When journalists get mistakes, but journalists get even more mad at themselves. There have been times where I was interviewing, I was doing like an article with a bunch of different people and two of them happened to be named James and I was assuming I was speaking to the one James and it was another James and he, some reason the last name didn't come up, so I printed the other guys. Uh, it oh, just, so there was like I didn't say that. He yeah. didn't do this. What I mean, I- you know, you make some mistakes. The difference is is that it used it now in our current climate. You're not supposed to admit mistakes on anything. That mistakes are some a sign of weakness. But you can't do what we do without making some mistakes. And the thing is, is that sometimes even when you correct your mistakes, people are still angry.
0: Yeah, people are still angry. It's about funny, it. though, that yeah. uh, I mean, we live in a world where everyone is so critical of everything. But yet we have if someone stood over you or saw every oh piece God. of work that you did and put out there. You know whatever your job is, and then someone steps in and goes, "Oh, you're horrible at this job, yeah, or you are just the worst in every way." And it's like, "Wow, how do we even get beyond this?" Like, like mm-hmm. I would it's, wonder,
2: "Wow, uh, did that person get their same psychic training as at the place that I did?" <laughs> <laughs> they lifeline really intuitive. If you
1: read a palm and you saw like a lifeline ending like that day, would you tell the person, "Don't"?
2: You're not supposed to do that. No, you're
0: not supposed to do it. But have you had that scenario? No,
2: I was such a lousy psychic because I realized later I could have like used it to. I could have used it at bars. Wow, you're you really? I could have like used it as a pickup method, and I was always like i was too dumb to do that i felt like i i'd be like you know uh that's too cheap i want them to that's too cheap i want them to like me for me not because i'm doing oh psychic my readings God. Uh, did uh, that
0: work out for you no
2: because
1: yes, people still don't
2: it. like people <laughs> still don't like me for me i
1: love you for you i had a date once try to convince me that he was like a knee reader he was trying to read my knee but really he it. started tickling my knee and,
0: and did, it, did that work uh did you fuck that guy Okay, no, no, so okay. yeah, no, no, it works. No, no, no. It works. There you go. I want to ask you some questions. Uh Merrill is very much a conspiracy. <gasps> oh, I yeah. hate that shit. I know. Oh me too, David. But you work in weird news. I, get, I okay, gotta get so all you.
2: those fuckers calling me with all sorts of shit. <laughs> it's like,
0: uh, so my question Wait, what has is to what are they saying the to just, you, alien? Just
2: you know, it's like people will call you know, I get all sorts of <laughs> incoherent it's always in the spam. It's like I go through my spam because I'm a glutton for punishment, but that's all where all the the, the shit is. And it's like my favorite conspiracy theory came back when I was working at the wire service um, before I worked at HuffPost. There was a woman that was basically explaining that um, she had this really bizarre conspiracy theory about how Russia is trying to control the U.S. Duh. But the thing was, the problem was her conspiracy theory dated back. 2,000 years before there was even a Russia and before there was even a U.S. And I said, so they've been planning this this whole time. Exactly! So in other words, the Russian government kept the idea of a Russian country until like the 17 or 1800s. They just kept it and and they said, we're going to go get this imaginary country called the United States of America that hasn't even been invented yet. We're going to get them and make them our enemies. And she's like... You understand? It's like I don't understand. No, you're so you're not a flat earther. No, I I'm not a flat earther. What I'm do you think
0: of Pizza Gate?
2: <sighs> that's it's such, it's so fucking annoying that it's like some of this stuff is just so easy to determine. <laughs> I mean, there's a thing called Occam's Razor, which says the simplest solution is usually the the easiest to understand. Which I don't understand because. If you have a. <laughs> you do so, understand well, that. Here's the thing they call it Occam's razor, and it's like. If if it says the simplest solution, it's called Bick or something. The the simplest solution is something. Why give something like that important information a stupid name like Occam's Razor? Exactly. What's a razor? It's not my shaver. No, it's a way to explain. It's like, uh. so I don't understand. I think it's a stupid name, but Occam's Razor, the simplest solution is usually the most likely to explain because. So, PizzaGate—they're building kids into pizzas. Oh, there's there's no. I mean there's no basement underneath there uh, just like there's no basement at the Alamo there's no base uh, you know yeah, uh, yeah yeah uh, yeah yeah no we got, it, yep. we got it all right yeah, all right. yeah Pee-wee. it wasn't funny but okay it's clever like we get it we get it a we're going to yeah. leave it in we're so, going to uh, leave it in so now but you know the pizza gate thing is <laughs> annoying the whole Alex Jones I've been having a deal with people like citing Alex Jones as an expert for 10 years that guy's a fucking clown and you know I mean and and it's really sad because he's a lot of these people a lot of these like in you know a lot of these grifters are taking advantage of you know the guy that wanted to go and shoot up that pizza place i mean he's probably a really nice guy i mean he wants to save. he's doing the right he thinks he's doing the right thing yeah Yeah. but there are people that are willing to take advantage of you know donald trump said i love the poorly educated you know it's like uh there there are we have low information voters we have people that uh don't like to you know that don't want to go with anything that goes outside of their worldview david we love mm-hmm. you.
0: I really appreciate your passion for this this uh, conspiracy thing. Yeah. Uh, Meryl frustrates me constantly with it, and it just makes me think there must be more things deep down inside of this gentle soul that I'm looking at that hates some shit. So let's get into <laughs> our bug bites. <laughs> Yuck! Bug bites.
1: Okay, I have two, so we're gonna have to do a rapid fire round. That's
0: fine. I got rapid fires.
1: The first one, people that beep, <laughs> people beepers, like beep, like, yes. beep, beep. like uh, beep, in beep. a car. beep-beep. Yeah, beep. yeah, yeah. Like, okay. unless it has been like, I would say maybe twenty-seven seconds is the cutoff when you are sitting. If there's someone not going for a green light, if there's someone not turning, chill and relax for twenty-seven seconds, and then beep. The twenty-seven justice. seconds. Yuck, I'm sorry. But that's it. a long time. I know, but th- use that as a time to be grateful for what's in your life. too. you just wasted your, you just
0: wasted a bug bite. That was, that was so that's so dumb. Beep, Twenty seven seconds is a long time. I, no, I don't even accept that. Beeping is one thing. There are different ways to comu- communicate with beeping. One is you can go right, you can just lay on the horn, but you or, don't need to. Or you can just go a friendly. This is what I try to do is a meep me. Which is like, hey, Come I'm on, here. Like, Don't forget, there's something going on in the world and you're not paying attention. But
1: after how long? Uh,
0: you know, if I think I'm going to miss this light, I'll say it.
1: Okay, well, next time, just wait 27 seconds. I'm not seconds. waiting. To, 27
0: seconds is an entire cycle. I know. And no. you'll feel better. That's silly. I got a bug bite. Yeah. You're so stupid. People who scatter their messages. I'm sorry.
1: He's like that, David. He should have gone to child therapy. It's a Virgo thing. It's okay. It's fine. Yeah. I let him do that. Yes. Anyway, go you on. You know that we're just joking. Yeah, we're joking.
0: Are you hurt by that? No. Your bug bite was very, very good.
1: 26,
0: 27. <laughs> your, your horn <laughs> on your car sounds like... <laughs> uh-uh. um, <laughs> people who Sorry, scatter it sound
2: like <laughs>
0: <laughs> people who scatter their messages across every social platform so for example someone who will write you a text message but then also go into facebook messenger and oh, write you there and then go on instagram, instagram send you a message and then go on facebook and post something it's like enough
1: with the same text or different because i have different conversations with my friends on different i know things. but
0: i don't need to get things in nine different places from the same person pick one i have people that i only write through facebook messenger right and people who i only text i don't need to have that one person having five different locations
1: i'm the opposite like i have four people and they all get messages on every platform like David is my friend. yeah Instagram message sometimes. We
2: tweet.
0: Is that confusing? I, I no. like to Dave. No. I love him on every platform. Really? So you you write people through all the different platforms, David?
2: Yeah, uh, there are times we remember. I'm a journalist, and there are sometimes when I'm on deadline where, if you're not answering me on Twitter, I'm going to Facebook. If you're not answering me on <laughs> Facebook, that's I'm different. Going you're trying to locate someone. Yeah. Well, I'm doing. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm trying to do my whole
0: life, man. No, oh, I, don't think I love it's a you. I now, love it. There's like, yeah, that's what it is, today, man. D-
1: David and I had great talks on text, call, email, Instagram, and Facebook.
0: Yeah, I don't, I don't, don't do that to me. You did that to me. I tried to find something you wrote to me, and I was like, where the fuck is on it? Instagram. And I, had to go through, I will like, also tag nine you different as like things.
1: this celery stick is dressed up. Or yeah, like, it's like yeah. it's
0: like I can't even understand. Like, oh, it's so stupid. David, do you have anything that you I fucking hate? I accept that, Bo. I don't yeah. agree with it. We don't but have I to have I this conversation it. right now, okay? It's I my accept bug bite. It, I've been I agree
2: watching it. a lot of Elvis movies lately, and I don't think there's a single film where he eats tacos. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> not like peanut butter banana tacos? <laughs> not no not tacos any, at, at
2: all. Not, talk, not even in fun in Acapulco. The movie takes place in Mexico. <laughs> Can't you eat a taco? No. <laughs> 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 Jesus. He's I like breathing. Elvis! And I like tacos.
0: <laughs> Can't the two just come together? <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, Are oh you telling me <laughs> <laughs> you need an Elvis taco combo? <laughs> okay, we're
1: going to yeah, segment because the best one. We're going to gonna
0: my- make, <laughs> we're gonna make an Elvis taco for you. <laughs> Elvis tacos and. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'll have a blue carne <laughs>
1: okay my last one i was gonna say
2: don't say blue taco david oh. wh-
1: how do you feel about jack johnson the musician because he's my fucking
2: bug bite really <laughs> okay jack johnson um a he bothers me in the sense that um miles davis one of his best albums is called jack johnson it's dedicated to the great boxer who was a uh Civil rights. Uh, basically, he was a black boxer who, you know, wasn't afraid to be good at a time when, you know, the last thing anybody wanted was a black boxer being the best boxer. And so, Jack Johnson, the Hawaiian filmmaker turned kind of surf guy. If people don't know the real the other Jack Johnson, that bothers me. Also, I remember walking in a mall one time <laughs> in L.A. and seeing him, and he literally walks barefoot everywhere, and it's like. <laughs> <Ugh>. Dude, <laughs> what does he do on like really hot blacktop days? Does he like walk on the white <laughs> line? I, I just want to see Jack Johnson walking in a in a, in a parking lot <laughs> on the white lines to kind of do this. Also, um, it's like uh, he really ruined Curious George for me the movie. Why? Um, because he did the soundtrack for uh, it. That's not monkey music. Monkeys would be. like jay leno jay leno i totally agree
0: um
1: at my last job i would have so many people trying to finesse me saying that they knew jack johnson were jack johnson's friend sure i've never met i actually know for real his jack johnson's cousin's cousin but like everyone else thought that they were his cousin so i'm like i don't know if it's just because it's like the hawaii san San diego connection or what's going on with jack johnson here but also i feel like jack johnson ties into like a lot of the vibe here in san diego
2: a lot of the fake vibe because i mean there's two there's two san diegos there's a one that's like um south of eight where it's kind of like the real people that that are trying to barely that are barely trying to hang on then you have like the (laughs) uh the (laughs) the trophy wife north of north county type of uh hey we're just having a really good time isn't san diego really great san Diego's just really cool it's like The thing that I really hate, because a lot of people have perceptions of San Diego, and I'm a native here, and a lot of times people think San Diego people are laid back, and it's like, that's fucking wrong. You've got people that can't afford to live here. They're fucking angst-ridden. I mean, you've got people that are like... uh, there are a lot of like, ang- you know, when you can't blame the weather on your pissy mood, it's it true. really has psychological effects on the rest of you. At least people in Canada can go. Of course, I'm in a bad mood. It's fucking
0: snowing for three days straight. <laughs> Wait, do Canadian people sound like that? No, they're I, they're, they're, they're like polite, like nice people. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think I'm, you're. I think you're thinking of Chicago, or Philadelphia oh philly or boston so, yeah. well
2: you know it's like the thing is even a, a canadian I, I i didn't if i said a boot it's been snowing for a boot 30 days <laughs> do
0: you know who's from canada who jay leno
2: no he's from philadelphia
0: i know i was joking oh my god um, i know a
2: lot of canadians and i really like them because they like the can, canada in some ways has the They have the perfect option. They've got our crappy TV, and then they have, like, real news that actually, you know, reports what's actually happening as opposed to pundits, you know, trying to do the, you know, get sound bites on each other.
1: (laughs) David, what advice would you give for someone that's trying to kind of follow in your footsteps or just become like a a writer an editor uh, how would some, like besides just short of tweeting out their funny piffy ideas yeah, how would someone uh, do it
2: okay uh, i would um okay if there are a lot of people that say I, a lot of times i'll speak to journalism in class and mm-hmm. this will come up and it to me if someone comes up and says i love to write i get no so much pleasure out of writing all i really want to do is be a writer I know, they'll never write. Yeah. They're not writers. They don't do... The thing is, the good writers are people that don't... Good writers don't enjoy writing. They enjoy being finished. And it's like... um, Yeah, yeah. So the thing is, there's something... Like, I have to write. I can't do anything else. Something compels me to write. And when I do write, I tend to work kind of fast. I'm not the whole idea of like sitting there at a coffee house with a notepad, like looking up and, you know, putting the the pencil in my mouth as (laughs) if I'm, you know, thoughtfully composing. That's bullshit to me. It's like you got a story, you write it, and if you don't write it, you do something else or you force yourself to get something done. Mm -hmm. The whole idea of it's such pleasure for me. It's like fucking pulling teeth. Every time I sit down to write a story, I'm almost sure that this is the time when they're going to realize what a fraud I really am.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's See, yeah, that's great. I mean, that's really good. I think a lot of people wait for the inspiration to no, write and no. then that's like never, ever going to come. You just no, uh, put it out. The thing is,
2: in. is that a lot of times, like I, uh, it, yeah, uh, inspiration comes out of desperation. And sometimes like, you know, I'm dealing with a lot of deadlines. A lot of times they're, they're wanting me to have a story written in a half an hour. And, I can't be a slave to inspiration. Sometimes, like, uh, not, look, a lot of times when I'm dealing with speed, I'm happy if the story is like 70, I want it to be accurate, but in terms of like style and composition and cleverness, sometimes I'll go with 73% of what's in my head. I just sometimes need to get it on the Mm dartboard as opposed to trying to get a bullseye, Um, you know, and... You know, Bach had to write a—he uh, uh, had to write a mass every week. I mean, I'm sure he's got some clunkers, but eventually, you know, the good stuff rises to the cream in the crop. Like I know that the story that I did about the two women competing to be Guinness's fattest woman—that <laughs> <laughs> I know is a story that's going to last forever. They're going to make a—they're going to make—they're going to make a movie out of that. Um, oh, uh, I'll give you a little backstory. There were two really, really, really fat women who both wanted to be recognized by Guinness as the world's fattest mother. Now, one of the women had given birth when she was 500 pounds. So Guinness said, well, you're the world's fattest mother. But then another woman who was like 900 pounds but only gave birth when she was 300 said... I'm 900 pounds and I'm a mom. I'm uh, the fattest mom. And the other woman's like, well, I gave birth at 500 pounds. So there's this whole cat fight that's kind of going uh, on. So she literally was the fattest
1: mother, but now the other one holds, holds it tight. I get it. Yeah, but yeah, then yeah. the
2: woman yep. who's who has the Guinness record for fattest woman to give birth says, and it doesn't matter. You can have your fat woman award. I'm going on a diet. And so fattest woman and the fattest mom in the world going on a diet. This is great. Um, you know, it's like, my boss goes, "Boy, I love you. This is gonna kill. <laughs> this is gonna be so great." And then she says to me, "I'm going on a diet." And we thought, "Wow, let's have this woman, let's have this woman blog for us. Let's have this woman tell her tale as she tries to lose weight, all yeah. these nine hundred pounds." And so. The first blog, you know, like most people's first blog, was a blog about how they're going to write the blog. You know, well, uh, this blog's <laughs> going to be about this, yeah. this blog. I gonna, plan to do this, and you'll see my adventures. The yeah, yeah. second blog was the greatest, one of the greatest things ever written in the history of humanity, and it began basically. Although I heard crack cocaine was a great way to lose weight. <laughs> I needed to see for myself. and <laughs> <laughs> turns out crack cocaine did not work for me. So I'm just saying that if you're looking for weight loss techniques, think twice before oh you do God. crack cocaine. Yeah. So what's what's her situation now? Does she lose any weight? Uh, she has not lost any weight. No.
0: No. Oh.
1: Well, David, I love you, I love you so too. much. Uh, you. Give people a rundown of where they can find you.
2: Um, well, there's this one alleyway <laughs> that I <laughs> Hotel Dell. <laughs> yeah. Now uh, you can you can on Twitter you and if Instagram you can find me at d moy weird news at uh, you can find me at David Moy on uh, at Huff Post. You can also find me on Facebook at d moy and pretty much uh, you know I'm hanging out uh, anywhere where there's mezcal margaritas and cold <laughs> and beer and cold beer
1: and that's M O
2: Y E.
0: Yes, the East silent. I'm not. Oh my God, oh. David! I love you oh, so is that much. Your half line?
2: a man, half a boy. I'm a moy. <laughs>
0: there he is. There's that Jay Leno. <laughs> well, we're gonna leave you down here in the sleeping bag and get the fuck out of here. We'll see you soon.
2: Thank you.
1: That was a good interview.
0: I, uh, you know, David scared me a little bit. You In know, good, there were, there were moments way. that he was so passionate about mm-hmm. what we were talking about. And he started to get a little, like, heightened. And I saw my meters on all my equipment go. And I was like, okay, <coughs> we're, calm down, calm down. Things are going to blow, you know. Uh, but he, uh, it's so interesting to see um Someone who's working in that weird world. Yes, he's know? one of my favorites. In Can the you imagine being uh, surrounded by just the weirdest news every day? You, you, I think that's a job that you. I was just gonna say. I feel like in. I kind of am. Yeah, yeah, yeah I make yeah. that
1: up in my whole life.
0: I love that he hated the conspiracy thing, though. Uh, Here's a guy that's surrounded by weird. I and he's would just like, think fuck that. that. I thought David yeah, was one of my. I knew people, that too. too. I thought so too. I thought and then he when was he said, Jewish,
1: I thought he was a conspiracist. Wow. Conspiracist. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, no, he was great, and. Uh, Always a joy to go into our sleeping bag and say hello mm-hmm. to well, people.
1: Bo, you're a joy.
0: You're a joy, Meryl.
1: I'm going to go home and shave my right leg.
0: Oh, just the right one? Yeah. Is it is it right leg day? Sundays are right leg. Fr- right Sundays <laughs> are right leg. You're like a leg. gym. You like going to the gym and so, say, oh, it's right leg day.
1: Yeah, and I guess I'm going to have to shave it all because my waxer is a UTI infection. Oh,
0: man. Okay. Just pluck each hair out. Oh, my God. Can you imagine? With
1: my dog's mouth. What? Bye.
0: This episode of Campfire Shitshow
2: was produced by Bo Hufford and Merrill Climo. It was edited by Bo Hufford, and the theme song was produced by me, your friendly camp counselor, Jeremy Stock. Hey campers, if you want to be the next camper of the week, email campfireshitshow at gmail.com. Say hi to Bo and Merrill on Instagram at campfireshitshow, and please don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes. (laughs)
0: I don't even know what to do with you anymore.